Anyway, um, I just teased a moment ago that we had a key to give away that may help us in our quest to build this ultimate community of online VR battle racers. And we've got a pretty good head start. People generally on a daily basis now looking to get a race together. Um, but I bet none of them have Hyper Wheel Overdrive yet. This game just came out. So I know not too many of them have it. Uh, and you don't hear a lot about this game other places. Now we've featured it a few times uh, in the lead up to release. But it just came out last week. The developers were kind enough to give Roots and I uh, review copies. But they were also kind enough to give us a third copy so that we could pass it on to our community. And hopefully this person, whoever they may end up being, uh, will join our Discord and uh, hook up with us so that we're not just playing bots all the time. Now the developer has uh, offered to play with us, which I think is really cool. We're definitely going to take him up on that. But we're newbies. This guy's been playing this game since he started making it. He's going to blow us away if we go in there today and try to play him. So, what we need is we need you guys to either win this game and join our Discord. Or we need one of you guys that are already in our Discord to win this game. Come on, guys. You can do it. I have faith in you roots uh I, i'm really looking forward to getting into trying out this one aren't you? yeah for sure i think the best case scenario for somebody wanting this would be scion or radio run because they're like racing fanatics anyway um but i can't guarantee you're gonna win those guys you gotta you gotta you gotta win it um but i don't know i i know we haven't even stepped into it because we were kind of waiting to um till after this week but uh I want to um I want to fly that plane, Wes. I want to see how crazy this thing is. You know, it looks very uh intriguing to me. Air land and sea routes. Air land and sea this this vehicle can go. You can make it however you want it to be. You have a laser rifle and, and missile guns and just madness basically. Pandemonium. This looks more like arena mode type than racing anyway, or at least that part we were looking at. So maybe uh there's the different arenas that um, people loved in Deathlap, right? Where it was more of a just an all-out battle royale where you're you're using some of the obstacles, but you're just constantly running around and just killing each other. Yeah, it, it basically is more about the battle than the racing at this point, but I do think there is some legit racing in it, too. Okay, cool. Well, I'm excited to check yeah, it out. And the developer shared an anecdote with me, too that uh i think he said he had his dad in it like his elderly dad in it and uh, he ended up being able to play it so uh eventually <laughs> he didn't pick it up obviously but eventually he, he he got to the point where he could play it so uh look if that guy can do it you can too right yeah, true all right so we're going to uh we're going to give this one away in the chat Right now, someone who's watching live, Roots, brother, do me a favor and take me to split screen. All right. Split screen it up. Boom. And with that said, today's question is for a copy of Hyperwheel Overdrive on Steam VR 
And if you would like to own that game, answer this question for me in the chat right now, please. Name the developer of Hyperwheel Overdrive. Yeah, now I get it. I was like, why is he having me pull him out of there? Okay, I thought maybe you were going to ask a trivia question about your headsets behind you. Ah, well, we could do that for the next one, maybe. <laughs> but we just gave two away in a row to live chat, so I'm probably going to give the next two to the uh, comments. But that's a good idea. Yeah. When we get back to live chat, I may absolutely do that. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, again, for those of you who would like to own a copy of Hyperwheel Overdrive on SteamVR, just name the developer in the chat right now. Yeah, you're, you can do you that. You should be able to remember. Come on. He just said it like a minute ago, two minutes ago. Yeah, dude. Like it was on the screen like fucking 10 times. I mean, come on. Yeah. You guys, what what are you doing, guys? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, more VR news, Roots. It just kept coming. The show, like, literally, dude, the show just wrote itself this week. It, some weeks I really have to pour over and read every news site, like, ten times and do a process of elimination of which crappy story I want to add in. And not this week, dude. This week, the the thing just wrote itself, literally. I was like, okay, we're going to talk about that, 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 and that. Now, just got to figure out what order I want to put them in. Yeah, it's always nice when you can actually have enough to cover or even be able to say, eh, well, I'm going to get cut this because I've got so much. Uh, that's always even better. Well, like, yeah, well, like last week, it was like, okay, we've got Half-Life Alex release to talk about. That was then what, right? Yeah. Which we, we put together a good show last week, don't get me wrong, but I had to put some effort into making a good show last week, and uh, it was pretty effortless this week, uh, because we had stuff like this, Swarm VR, a fast-paced, arcade-style grapple shooter has been revealed to be in the works for Oculus Quest and PC VR headsets. This is a title that will have, quote, quick sessions bright colorful worlds and globally competitive leaderboards that will take you back to the glory days of arcade games roots i remember the glory days of arcade games don't you yeah i do actually and you know this seems like this game was made for justin because he's the leaderboard master and uh he likes to shoot stuff so i like the way that this game it seems like a mix between uh windlands 2 and like space pirate trainer or something and uh, I don't know, man, everything about it. Yeah, it's got a cartoony look to it, but it just looks like it's going to look amazing in VR. And it's just going to be another game that's uh, very similar to Lies Beneath, where you're just like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. Um, and then the action looks phenomenal as well. So I'm kind of psyched to, to check this game out. No, nah, bro. It's too gamey. Oh, yeah, it's too gamey. Never mind. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, what this game, in all seriousness, what it looks like, it looks like um, looks like Vertical Shift to me, man. You know, there's another upcoming game with a similar premise to this, and uh, I know you'll probably remember us talking about it. I'm pretty sure it had uh, Peter Porker oh, in yeah. it. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a lot like this, only this is way more cartoony looking than that was but honestly it's more polished i think the cart yeah the cartoony version looks better than the other version does yeah i like the way it looks and it looks like it's not easy it looks like it's actually got mechanics to it and that 
worm thing had a good shield on its face and it uh, looks like something that every growing vr kid wants to see in their game and uh yeah i like it well here's the description from the developer roots armed with just a grappling hook and your handy pistols you'll be plunged into a flow state as you grapple shoot and battle your way to the heart of the swarm before it's too late twitch reactions won't be enough to carry you through you'll need to think strategically and plan your next move to stay alive intense demanding exhilarating and did we mention hard <laughs> no you didn't but that sounds pretty good though sounds like uh we're starting to get to a point where a lot of these games are actually starting to become harder and harder, um, which is good because uh, I guess they figured out that not all um, VR people are lame and want easy games, right? Well, if you want it to be easy, there's an easy way to get it that way. You put it on easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but some people have a really, really big aversion to doing that. I don't like to do it either, but... Um, there's points where oh, you can't have both dude you, if you want it to be easy put it on easy if you don't want it to be easy you know what i'm saying if you don't want to put it on easy then don't expect it to be yeah that's true yeah you know i put it on i put half-life alex uh on hard without ever even playing it uh not because i wanted it to be hard but because i knew it wasn't going to be mm. isn't that bad yeah, that... i knew it wouldn't be that hard yeah, that is pretty bad, actually. And that's the one gripe that we've said we, we had about Alex is that they kind of dumbed it down for for the uh, new VR guys coming in. And uh, I think they could have made it a lot more difficult, but had it be just as fun or even better, um, which, I mean, it's a... Yeah it's, yeah, it's a weird thing with that game, though, man, because I feel like... It's weird. I feel like if it had been harder that I may have appreciated the fact that it was harder and more challenging, but at the same time, I don't know that I would have put 20 hours into mm. it if it were, were harder the way that I have. A lot of the reason why I'm going back to it so much is because it is so easy to play. So, uh, like I said last week during my impressions, it's both a weakness and a strength at the same time. Yeah, double-edged sword. Indeed. All right, uh, so this was developed by indie developer Green Sky Games, and the title is said to let you swing like Spider-Man while participating in an aerial gunfight. No release date has been provided for the game, but the developer indicates that a release is planned for this year on Oculus Quest, Oculus Rift with cross-buy, and other Steam VR headsets. So... Here we have another one, dude, that's basically designed around Oculus Quest. Because let's be honest, if you want to make money, what else are you going to do, right? Yeah. You're going to design it around the Oculus Quest. But again, this alpha footage, which by the way, I don't know if this is actual gameplay or just a, a pre-rendered animation. Because it looks pretty damn polished to be alpha footage. But I digress. If it looks like this... Uh, I think it's going to be a beautiful game. Yeah, I agree. And I look forward to playing it if it looks like this. Well, even if it doesn't. Plus, I, I want a t-shirt with that logo on it too, by the way. Shit, man, that thing looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think everything about this game looks pretty cool. And uh, I don't think it's going to be a detractor to have it look 
as cartoony, but uh, I'm starting to get used to that, you know? To me, it's just another immersion, a way, a different experience, you know? Um, but I, you know, I just think outside the box and just pretend I got sucked into a cartoon, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, or that we're just in the games that we love to play before VR, right? Yeah. It's like I wasn't just a sim gamer before uh, before VR. I liked, like, regular video games, and now that I get to be in them, it's awesome. Yeah, you know? true. And some of them are sims, and some of them are, are cartoony, you know, arcade games like this. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing is that's what's so weird about sims, you know. If you really think about it, the average person that, you know, raves about sims, they want the realism and they want everything to be realistic. And uh, and they just, they, they discount um, how great something like this can be. You know, because I I want I I'm the opposite. I want to go into a world that I can't do. You know, like if I, everything's realistic and it's just like real life, I can go do that in real life. I can't swing around in this cartoon world in real life. It's impossible. It doesn't exist. So uh, I I would I would just I, I I feel like that's a little bit um, different. So. Yeah, I think I like the concept here. He's got platforms all over this thing. You have. Uh, waves of enemies like a like a old school arcade shooter would have and basically you're going to be swinging from one side of this thing to the other right swinging making your way through it you'll get to the other side you'll rest on one of those platforms you'll see the enemies how they set themselves up for the next wave and you'll have to sit here and come up with a plan of how you're going to get back to the other side how you're going to kill that guy how you're going to get around this guy over here to kill that guy and uh, then you're going to jump off a, a thousand foot jump, you know, and start swinging and shooting. Man, I mean, it's a, quite a concept. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that you also, um, you're not swinging as you're shooting. You're swinging and then you got both your guns. And so as you're going up, then you're doing your thing and then you come down and I imagine you grab again. Uh, would It's really going to get you into a rhythm. Um, and uh, I, I can't wait to try it. Yeah, see, he said that it uh, it will bring about flow state, and that's kind of the goal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Now all they need to do is add some kind of music tracks, and we could have a uh, another music <laughs> rhythm game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need more rhythm games. We did an episode on that too, by the way. You guys uh, take a look in the backlog of videos on our channel for the. Uh, we need more rhythm games, right? Yeah, we definitely do. All right, uh, you know what else we need more of? We need more MMORPGs, Roots, uh, because we don't already have enough of them coming out. Um, but you know what? Before we get to that, I almost forgot we need to give away another game. It's a party, dude. We need to give away budget cuts. And uh, with the state of the world as it is today, uh, we're seeing a lot of budget cuts, right? Left mm. and right everywhere people are getting sent home from work and budgets are being slashed unless you're in the united states government in which case just the opposite of happening the budget's just going and budget grows budget growth yeah <laughs> and what the best part about uh, this game is was right now if you win this key is they're taking all the cool parts of budget cuts too and they're going to incorporate that into one so the game that you get today 
is going to be, or whenever this is given, actually in a day or two, um, will be a different game in another month or two, or whenever they get the update done, um, an even better game, which is awesome, right? Yeah, that that is true. What Roots is talking about is the sequel to Budget Cuts just came out, Budget Cuts 2, and uh, it was developed not only by Neat Corporation, but the sequel was also worked on by Fast Travel Games. They uh, really updated the engine with lots of new weapons and mechanics, and they recently announced that a lot of those features and updates that the sequel came with are going to be applied retroactively to the original budget cuts. So the game that you're going to win this week, uh, at some point in the time, some undisclosed date, is going to get a significant update. And it's much needed, especially when you, you think about the fact that this game, we just got a release date on it last week for PlayStation VR. It hasn't even came to PlayStation VR yet, Roots. The first one hasn't. Wow. So, uh, I mean, that would be a pretty lame thing to think about if it weren't for the fact that we know that it's going to get a significant substantial upgrade in the future yeah hopefully playstation will get the upgraded version right off the bat since they've had to wait so long yeah i agree with that sentiment uh, that would be awesome anyway uh a fairly well-regarded game here in budget cuts one of the uh more polished games of its kind from the first generation of vr um again steam vr key here and this one is going to the comments so if you would like to win a copy of budget cuts on steam vr leave me a comment down below that says i would like to win a copy of budget cuts on steam vr thank you yeah and if you uh, don't want it today don't worry you'll get another shot tomorrow that's a very good point because if you tune into the monday show 32 tomorrow with special guest anthony from vr 365 if you watch that episode live, we're going to give away all these Steam VRs, or at least most of them that we've given away today. We're going to give away again tomorrow another one live in the chat. So if you don't win today, or say you're one of the people in the chat today, and you're like, damn it, man, I wish they were giving that one away in the chat. Well, guess what? We're going to give that one away in the chat tomorrow. And, uh, so, and keep in mind, too, exactly what Wes just said is, is key. Um, it's going to be in the chat because it's pre-recorded, so there will be no keys given out, um, at, you know, uh, afterwards. So, right, yeah, we we recorded this episode with Anthony last Tuesday, and we didn't put any segments in it to give keys away. So, uh, I think it's seven keys in total that we have. Actually, it'll be eight. It'll be eight keys in total that we have to give away tomorrow. All of them going in the chat. So uh, be sure to tune in at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Monday to watch the very special episode of the Monday Show 32. Uh, and the celebration continues, Roots. Yeah, sounds good. And let's talk about that for a minute, what we're celebrating here and what it means. One year... A milestone a lot of these smaller channels don't make it a year it takes resolve right it takes a lot of resolve to make it through the tough times 
where you're learning, right? And where things are going wrong left and right. And it would have been so easy to quit, like, you know, 50 times I can think of that we could have very easily just said, you know what, that's enough. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to go play VR, okay? And uh, we didn't. We didn't because, well, I mean, I can't speak for Roots. Well, I probably could, but I'm not going to. Uh, I want to build a community. You know, so many people are, are on here on this platform trying to build a channel. And don't get me wrong, we want our channel to grow. But more than that, our goal from the beginning was to build a community. So, uh, you know, people might wonder why we don't take some of the shortcuts and other ways that you can go about growing a channel. There are things that you can do to make your numbers grow faster. You know, you can make certain types of videos or you can take other kinds of shortcuts. And uh, you can use clickbait or you can pander to certain groups. Uh, we never wanted to do any of that because that never was our goal. Uh, again, we like to see our channel grow because we know that means our community is growing. Um, but that isn't necessarily always the case, is it, Ruth? No. Yeah, you're right. And that is one one of the things that I love the best about um, everything we're doing is is the community. Um, just everybody that's in the discord and, and everybody's always chatting and talking and playing games together. And, uh, um, the live chats, you know, people show up or the live, uh, premieres and everybody is, uh, it's just like a family really. And, um, it's what I wanted out of VR. You know, one of the things that I loved, um, or I guess I, I wanted in VR that I wanted to love that I love now, um, you know, I wanted to play VR with other people, but I could not, I didn't have any friends in VR. And so I just never did co-op. I never did anything. And, um, that's one of the best things about this, this whole thing is, um, I got all these friends now that want to play VR and, uh, it's just awesome. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I love, uh, our community, each and every one of you guys rock. Uh, I spend more time than you know uh, lurking in the Discord. I may not always get a chance to, you know, take place in your conversations. Well, many I do, but even when I'm not talking, I am there. I am, you know, taking it all in, what you guys think, what your guys' interests are. Uh, it's awesome. Um, with that said, with regards to the channel, uh we do expect to be shifting gears. We've been around a year now. Uh, we have established our community, so we're going to be trying to grow it, you know, even further. And, and basically uh, what that means is uh, we're going to start investing, you know, more of ourselves uh, and, and trying different things uh, to expand. And first, and foremost among those things are something that a few of you all have been asking us about for months. And that is our Patreon. When are we going to open up a Patreon? Well, we always said it wasn't about the money with us. And uh, we weren't, weren't really looking to even monetize the thing until we'd been around for at least a year. Hey, Roots, guess what? We're here. We've been around for a year now, yeah. right? So uh, hopefully by next week we'll be able to share with you the details of our Patreon account. 
what you can uh, do if you would like to contribute to uh, our channel and what we will be doing for you if you decide to do so. Now, let's make this perfectly clear. We are not doing this because we want to take your money and put it in our pockets. I'm not going to spend your money on toilet paper. I'm not going to spend it on bread. Sanitizer. Uh, nothing like that. 100% of the proceeds from our Patreon will be put directly back into our channel so that we can grow and expand our community so that hopefully next year when we reach the two-year point, uh, you guys uh, not only will have uh, something to be proud of that you helped build, but uh, we will be that much closer to being what we want to be, which is the, uh, 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 it's hard to put a, a, a description on what we're aiming to be here. Um, we want to be that place where anyone can come who shares our passion for this platform uh, a place where you know you can come to get unbiased views and a different take on things than what everyone else is giving you. So, uh, you know, we pride ourselves in having original content. We'd like to bring you more original content. You all know, anybody that's watched us for more than a month knows that we say, th we say things and uh, bring about or, or bring forth ideas on our programming that you don't hear anywhere else until we say it first, right? Uh, anyway, we want to do more of the same. We want to be the VR enthusiast place to come for, uh, for thoughtful, informative discussion. And at the same time, be those guys who likes to... Uh, uh, to, like all of you, likes to help out the newcomers. We don't, we don't want to dumb down our content uh, for the newbies, but by all means, we want them to join our community so that we can help them. Uh, you know, and there's a little bit of a, um, something about me that most of you don't know, at least in is what Wes just said. Um, I want to have a unique take on what I'm saying so much so that I almost don't watch any more VR shows of because I, I don't want to taint my opinion with other people's opinions. Um, and so I, I just end up, you know, if, if you hear it from me more more likely than not, um, I, I just haven't heard it from anybody else because I don't watch most people's shows anymore. And the, also I've got uh, so much time invested in this that uh, um, it makes it hard to, uh, right. to watch and listen to other people's shows. So Yeah, our sense of what other people are thinking and saying – 100% come from our Discord and to some extent Reddit. We're on Reddit somewhat as well. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time when you hear us on here talking about what other people think, what other people say, it's because we're reading either Discord or Reddit. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat with Roots. I don't watch that much other content, uh, not because I don't like it or anything like that. I just don't have the time. I'm too invested in building my own community to really consume all that much other stuff. But there are, you know, occasions, you know, channels that I really like. I'll, I'll still watch P 
PSVR without parole from time to time. I watch VR365 from time to time. Uh, I watch occasionally, I watch Gamertag VR, Paradise Decay. Mm. I watch those guys. Uh, and that's about it. Besides, you know, um, if there's some hardware out, I'll watch Mixed Reality TV, MRTV, Sebastian, and I will watch uh, VR Oasis. That's pretty much the extent, uh, besides the uh, guys in the description, uh, that's pretty much the dis- extent of what I watch on YouTube. What about you, Roots? Did I leave anything out that you like to enjoy? Uh, I mean, I'll, I, I've watched all of those um, at times, but uh, really anymore, uh, I just end up watching it. If I'm going to watch anything, it's Anthony's show, um, and you just can't top Anthony because... Uh, you just never know what he's going to say, man. He's very genuine and, and it's just, uh, um, it's crapshoot, man. You know, he's, he's gonna, he's always going to entertain. And that's the thing. I, I really believe that, uh, there's not too many people out there that are as much of a natural as he is at what he does. He just, it just, and he spends so much, he's very knowledgeable. He spends so much time. Like you were saying, after we did our interview, you literally said, man, it's almost like he thinks about it when he's sleeping. Um, because it doesn't matter what topic you're bringing up. If it's in the VR world, he's going to give you a very well thought out, detailed answer. And, um, that's why I like to watch a show. Yeah. It's my, it might not always be something that you agree with, but, uh, you can't say that Anthony doesn't put thoughts into his ideas because he has it all worked out and he's 20 pages ahead of you, uh, as to where he's going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, he believes what he believes and uh it's generally fairly detailed and well thought out yeah. uh, but anyway we'll try to get it back on the rails mm. here uh basically what we're trying to say is is thank you for allowing us to do this for you for being a part of our community and if you uh love the community as much as we do we're going to be trying to build it going forward together and uh for those of you who are new to the channel maybe this is your first time ever seeing it welcome to the family thank you for showing up please subscribe and uh and help to uh help us to grow and for those of you who have been here since the very beginning thank you so much for your support it means everything and stay tuned because i promise if you've been with us from the beginning you're going to like how we end the show today uh something we did just for you but um yeah patreon coming hopefully next week if not certainly by the week after uh we're going to have that all worked out and we're going to have some special uh access for uh for those of you who to contribute, some insider uh, stuff just for uh, our exclusive Patreon members. Anyway, uh, where are we, Roots? After, uh, before we got onto that, I really wasn't expecting to do that, but that's perfect you know, timing. Uh, uh, we're at the uh, MMO. MMO. Elysia. Everyone knows about Elysia Roots. We've been talking about this thing forever. Uh, we got a new trailer for it this past week. Team 21 Studio has just released a brand new teaser trailer for Elysia, an upcoming VR MMORPG that will see a Kickstarter campaign coming up soon. 
Uh, players will travel alongside one another as they quest and explore a multitude of unique areas. Each area contains bosses, dungeons, caves, and large outdoor cities, all waiting to be explored. Uh, Elysia allows players to explore each area without limits. Players will be able to climb rocks and trees, uh, as well as explore cave systems through free climbing and spelunking. While exploring, players will discover secrets and treasures distinctive to each area. These treasures will include unique armors, weapons, and items that the player can then use or sell. Uh, roots, as is the case usually with these Kickstarter MMORPGs, uh, a lot of big promises, right? Yeah. Well, I want the only promise I, and I said this to somebody in the Discord, the only promise I want to hear in any MMORPG is that they're adding a healing class. So I have a place in the MMO because I don't want to be shooting stuff. I don't want to slice stuff around. I'm a healer. I've been a healer for over a decade in World of Warcraft and a pretty damn good one. Um, I just, I feel like that's, I just want to heal. I love it. And, uh, there's not, so far I have not seen one MMO RPG in VR that has anything to do with healing. So I'm hoping by this comment that the devs will hear it and they, I mean, we're in Kickstarter phase. Let's just add a healer class and then you're going to get roots in there and you're going to be different than ever, every other MMO RPG. And you might have a chance at being really good. So, well, wouldn't that be a great uh, stretch goal, right? Healer class? Yeah, dude, I'll do the thing right now. I just think that there's more to more than just uh, shooting and, and hitting stuff. You know, it adds a whole different um, aspect to it. And uh, I don't know. I just love healing. Uh, you know, it's I still think about going back to World of Warcraft um, because I love healing. And I, I don't want to play that game anymore, Wes. <laughs> I don't ever want to play it again. What do you think about the um, the emphasis that they are placing upon the fact that you can pretty much climb everything in the map? I think it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, as long as it's, there's a reason to climb it, why not? Sure. I mean, it looks cool. You know, I know that they got it. It definitely looks very graphically uh, pleasing, and uh, I think it'll be cool. And just to bring the healer class, and then I'll be happy. And, you know, cool quests and stuff, too. But Yeah, it's interesting that you say that it looks graphically pleasing because I'm not 100% sure, but I think this one may be another uh, one that's in development for Oculus Quest. Mm. I could be wrong about that. Look at that um, dragon, dude. That looks cool. It looks cool, doesn't yeah. it? All right, uh, let's see here. Pre-Kickstarter phase is what it's in right now until April the 12th. So they, they actually have a pre-Kickstarter campaign up that you can actually start buying into right now. All sorts of tiers uh, if you go to team21studio.com. Hmm. Cool. Actually, I was trying, trying to look up. I know that Team 21 has done games before. One of them that we recognize but i'm trying to find it and i can't find it roots mm. it's upsetting to me uh, well it's out there somewhere it could have been a really good trivia question for the next game but now that everybody's already looking it up and 
Well, good luck looking it up because I can't find yeah, it. Yeah, and you're trying. You know where to look, and you still can't find it. Well, their whole website they've devoted to Elysia, mm. so that should tell you a little something about uh, about where their uh, where their uh, mind's at right now, huh? Well, there's a, you see a lot of MMOs trying to come into VR, and you know we really don't have very much. So, I mean, if, as long as it's even decent, um, it'll be good. Because uh, Orbis is still weird, and I, I don't know. I just don't care for Orbis. Yeah, I never tried Orbis, but uh, you know, it's just like any of the other MMORPGs. They have their guys that play it, and that's what they play. They don't play shit else. They play Orbis. They're Orbis players, and you can insert your MMORPG here. That's the same for them. Those guys play that game. Some guys play, uh, you know, whatever the other one is. Uh, uh, and it'll be the same for Elysia. But this one, you know, it's hard to say. I feel like each one of these has its own, uh, you know, group of people who are hyped for it. But maybe it's all the same people. You know, it could be the Elysia people are the same as the Zenith people. Mm. You know, people are really hyped for zenith right now it's the same type of game uh and in my opinion it's just as impressive but in different ways let me tell you why i think one more thing that i would want besides a healing class that would make it actually good um that a game like world of warcraft or everquest or whatever you know this is what i used to tell people and i would still tell them the same thing about world of warcraft the game starts uh at max level you know, when you start getting your gear, for me anyway, because if I'm not raiding, if I'm not doing high-end raids, I mean, I'm talking the the high-end raids, um, even on Heroic, it's it's just not worth playing. Uh, so just running through dungeons like that and stuff, I, I, I just, uh, unless they had high-end stuff, it, that alone wouldn't be for me as well. Uh, so I'm just trying to push the, the, the boundary to, to get um, something like World of Warcraft in VR, but I'm sure we're probably at least five years away from that. It'll just drop one day, like out of nowhere. There'll be no build-up for it, and then all of a sudden, all everybody that owns World of Warcraft has it in VR. Enjoy. Yeah, it is in Vorpax. You can play it in Vorpax. Um, all they would have to do is somehow incorporate it to a controller, because I, I don't know that I would want to hunch over a keyboard with a headset on. I think that's a really weird. So. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that is kind of uh, kind of weird. They, they would have to really adapt it, right? I mean, they couldn't. There would have to be motion, motion controller. Let me ask you, I've never played WoW. Uh, is it possible to get all the functions that you would need into uh, uh, like a touch controller scheme? Uh, depending on, I mean, I don't know about touch controller. Um, I know that you can. there are mods to where you could set up um on like a regular controller and you've got so many buttons uh we even with the d-pads and doing a d-pad one direction and a um with a b or an a or whatever for each different thing but even that it takes a lot of setting up and uh you know especially the the healing and the rating that i'm talking about i I don't even know if you could do it on a controller it'd be it'd be a learning curve but uh i think it'd be cool to try i have gone into vorpex and at least looked around at World of Warcraft and some of the towns and just ran around and but didn't really do much because I again I didn't want to be hunched over my controller and when I looked into the 
I mean, the keyboard, when I looked into the controller, it was like such a nightmare trying to do it that I was just like, nah, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. But, uh, the world of Elysia can be both beautiful and dangerous. Luscious scenery and beautiful vistas are inhabited by the creatures and titans that roam the land as protectors of an ancient source of energy and power that comes from crystals found throughout the land. Roots, there's powerful crystals uh, who doesn't, throughout the who land. Who doesn't love powerful crystals? Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Everybody loves powerful crystals. Yeah. Um, Kickstarter campaign will commence soon. I imagine very soon because, like I said, on their website, they have like a pre-Kickstarter going on until the 12th. So a week left on that thing. So I got to imagine by the end of April, their Kickstarter is going to launch. Yeah, cool. I wonder, if, like you said, what their stretch goals will, will be. Maybe we'll do another piece on it uh, over time and... Uh, we generally like to try to help these guys out whenever they launch into Kickstarter. So maybe we'll do that again. Yeah, sounds good. Anyway, this is Elysia VR MMORPG from Team 21 Studios, the studios that previously brought us Fat Foods. Roots, do you remember Fat Foods? Sounds somewhat familiar. It's like a game where you're just constantly rolling oh, yeah. and you have to roll over all the foods. Yeah, I do remember that. And that was actually one of the ones that we were um, enjoying when we talked about it. Uh, it's this totally different game, right? I don't see any fat people <laughs> yeah. rolling around grabbing food, man. Yep. Yeah. So much food that you can't walk anymore. Now you just have to roll around. And it uh, reminds me kind of like what happened when they... Uh, uh, announced these stay-at-home things, right? Everybody went to the grocery store and just started rolling through the aisles. You know what's funny about that, Wes, is like I read all these articles and they were saying, uh, you know, and it was all about how everybody's eating junk food or whatever um, while they're in, on, you know, the whatever vacation is what they make it sound like. Um, but I never heard anybody talking about like eating healthy and, and vitamins and zinc and vitamin C and, uh, it's almost like, man, eh, I don't want to go there, but I, it just was bizarre to me. Um, bizarro world. Topsy-turvy top, world, topsy brother. Topsy-turvy world's here for sure. Uh, anyway, enough about fat foods. Let's talk a little bit more about Elysia. And actually, let's move on from Elysia. Elysia, an awesome-looking fantasy game, Roots. Uh, what say we give away an awesome fantasy game? All right, let's give away the best fantasy game. Let's give away Moss Roots. Uh, if you guys have been in VR for a day, you already know what Moss is. Uh, some people would say Moss is a platformer game. Some people would say Moss is an action game. Some people would say Moss is a puzzler. Roots, how would you describe Moss? Uh, actually, I just describe it pretty much as all three of those, although um, I would submit it's light on the puzzlers, but uh, it's definitely uh, one, it hits every one of those. And uh, what a beautiful game, right? Yeah, man. You know, people are all up the ass of Half-Life Alex lately as being this unprecedented achievement. But, uh, you know, in my book, 
you're hard pressed to find anything that's on the level of Moss when it comes to looks and sound. This game is absolutely beautiful, and uh, I think it gets underestimated and overlooked a lot because of the type of game it is. It's cartoony, and uh, it's for all ages, and it's on a smaller scale. But in many ways, that's more impressive because if you put your face into it and really look closely, the level of detail is just astonishing in this game. Yeah, I agree. I think the story is part of where it shines as well. I mean, not only do they do a good job telling the story, but they do a really good job of making you feel for the character, right? And the whole story. And um, I just felt like it was one of those games that... uh, super polished especially for its time and very unique and i enjoyed every minute of it to be honest yeah absolutely one of the best games period in vr if you don't own moss you must get it and if you don't own moss you can get it here today by going down below into the comments and saying I would like to own Moss on Steam VR. Man, if you're going to get Moss, what better way to get it than to get it for free? I like free, Wes. It's a, free is good. Yeah, it's a $30 game, man. $30 games for free. That's the shit. Yeah. And uh, that's the type of thing we do here on our birthday celebration, right? Yeah, absolutely. So definitely uh, let us know if you want this game and uh, you can be mossing it up with the rest of us. You can feel like you're a little mouse. That's one of the things that's so good about this is the scale as well. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoyed this game uh, pretty much on every level. So I did too. And then they put that Twilight Garden update into it, which was just gorgeous. And then we had the new headset to check that out in. And it was just, I mean, it blew my mind all over again. I played all the way through the thing a second time just for that, you know, extra hour of content. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth playing. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you would like to own a copy of this, just let us know in the comments down below, and you may be a winner. And if you're in the live chat and going, damn it, why can't they just put that in the live chat? Well, you know what? We're going to do that tomorrow on the Monday show. So be sure to tune in then when we give away a copy of Moss for SteamVR Live. All right, so uh, Storytelling Roots, The Ender Presents is all about storytelling. You know, um, over the year, I was about to say over the years, but it's been one, exactly one. Over the year, uh, we've pointed out occasionally from time to time when someone has a truly unique idea and a unique take on uh, a VR experience. Uh, Very few times have we ever came against something that was quite as unique as The Under Presents. Uh, What do you think about this title? I really enjoy it. Actually, I need to get back into it, especially since um, I guess the the live acting is going to be ending sometime soon. Um, But like this is one, that skeleton, I guess, is a live actor. Well, obviously... Uh, and I don't know, I've ran into two or three, um, actors and each one of them was very unique and everything about this game is different. Even the spells, like, I don't even know half of what you can do, um, or what I'm supposed to be doing. And I still enjoy it. It's like kind of one of those games where you, you discover it as you go. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it's odd, man. It's like it it on one level it feels like one of these artsy free experiences that you can come across on Steam and Viveport. And then all of a sudden you turn a corner or you jump in a hole and now you're in a game, like a full fledged time manipulation puzzle game. And uh and then you jump back out into the lobby and there's freaking live actors roaming around and I mean it's just nuts, man. And um you know, when Tenderclaws initially launched the Under Presents for Oculus Quest back in November, uh it brought with it this unusual feature, the chance encounters with live actors. The studio had partnered with Piehole which is a New York-based experimental theater collective with a plan to provide these live acts for four months, finishing at the end of March, Roots. But due to the current pandemic and everyone staying indoors anyway, you're now going to be able to spot these live actors in the under presents until the end of May. Because why? What else are they going to do, Roots? Yeah, that makes you wonder. Is there going to be even more um, NPCs, right? You know, because there's... I think that actually there is. Um, These will still be chance encounters to encourage you to pop back in, happening between 8 a.m. and 10 p.m. Pacific time. Mm. Um, It says, The Under Presents, as it is theatrical in nature... There will also be a scheduled variety shows, which will be revealed via the Tender Claws website. So they're actually going to be putting on fresh shows live, and you can get the schedule for that on their website. Mm, I kind of like the cat one, you know, where they're like licking themselves and doing all sorts. There's some weird stuff in this game, man. If you want to go into a game and and just be like, what in the world is going on? This is a game that is is definitely up your alley for that one because uh it's bizarre and uh i don't know i've enjoyed my time in it so far i've probably gone in at least a couple hours and um i i haven't figured out the the love boat or time boat or whatever um so i need to do that as well yeah it's the the under presents offers both single player narrative uh and multiplayer social experiences in one where the hub is set in a surreal looking theater in this space, players can interact with one another and view live as well as pre-recorded performances. When they find the photo booth, they'll be able to step into a solo campaign called Time Boat, which is what you were just talking about. It's set on the Aikman, a doomed research vessel that is trapped in the Arctic ice. Using time manipulation, players have to save the characters and unravel the mysteries of the ship. Yeah, this is a pretty complex deal. I tried to unravel it myself for a while, and uh, it's time-consuming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially once you get to a certain point and people are roaming around out there. And the, the, I don't know, man. I still don't know what the hell is going on. Something weird's happening on that boat, Wes, and uh, time is doing weird stuff. I don't like it. It's very sketch. Well, I imagine that to some extent uh, that the Invisible Hours is kind of like this, isn't it? Well, yeah. So you haven't tried that, right? 
I have not. Oh, dude, yeah. I seen it because I said so coming. That's so good. That's such a good story. It's like up your alley, man. The story and, and following different characters and figuring out what happened. And um, I just love that game. I know a lot of people weren't that just because it's more of you just wandering, following people and rewinding and going back. And and uh, it just, I, I enjoyed it. It's not, yeah. Yeah, it looks cool and I do own it. I just have not played it yet. Yeah, well, it's coming soon. I have a feeling. But honestly, I feel like I might enjoy the time boat mo more because not only does it have that same, you know, mystery to unravel by manipulating time thing going on, but you can actually influence events as well and uh, communicate to some extent with these people that you're uh, that's on the uh, the time boat. Uh, the story in Invisible Hours is so good, though. I think anyway. Oh, man. Only time will tell, friend. Anyway, uh, as for Steam VR support, the Underpresents will be coming to the platform on the 16th of April. So this will add compatibility for both HTC Vive as well as Valve Index Roots. Uh, I'm for it, man. This game needs to be on the uh, available to everyone. And uh, it's getting one step closer to that uh, by coming to Steam VR. Yeah, it's cool because it was originally Quest only, right? Or at least in the beginning, um, for a short yep. time, and then it went to to Rift, and now it's going to Steam. So that's cool. That just leaves PlayStation, bro. You think this could ever make its way over there? Uh, are they friends with Facebook? What? I don't know. I mean, I think graphically it could easily make it, but I just don't know. Well, this is coming to us from Tinder Claws, right? Mm-hmm it's it's not like uh it's not like i mean if it's coming to steam it could go to playstation as well oh yeah oh that's right yeah i don't know what i was thinking oculus quest yes yeah yeah i definitely can make it to playstation if they uh if they yeah. you know if they put the time in for sure i mean yeah i'm graphically there, there's nothing here that's too too demanding i mean it works on the quest uh, and it's not like a big action thing, so I don't really see anything that they're doing here that wouldn't be able to be done on the PSVR. Yeah, no. no. They better get it out there soon. The only thing that I would say that would lean towards not having that happen, and depending on how big they consider the live acting to be, you know, it's only got four, well, not four months. It's only got, what, a month and a half left, six weeks? And uh, well, I mean, unless they extend it again, yeah, that's true. You never know, man. If they keep us locked up forever, we might be playing this game forever. So, yeah, I mean, who, uh, what else is Pie Hole gonna do? Yeah, right, they're in New York, yeah, that's true. They're not going anywhere. I mean, you could submit that some people in the, the country are still moving around, but New York is definitely tightened down, yeah, for sure, tightened down, yeah. Anyway, uh, great storytelling in The Under Presents. Uh, Rich, you know what else has awesome storytelling? Freediver Triton Down has tremendous storytelling, and especially Freediver Triton Down Extended Cut. And we have a copy of this to give away, Roots. We have two copies of it to give away, actually. We have a copy on Quest. We have a copy on PlayStation VR North America. So this is how 
this is going to work. I'm going to ask a trivia question to the chat right now. If you have a Quest or a PSVR, feel free to chime in. If you win, you get your choice. You can have it on Quest. You can have it on PlayStation VR. It's completely up to you. The key that gets left over, the one that doesn't get taken today, we're going to give away in the live chat tomorrow during the Monday Show 32. So, uh, this one probably toward the bottom of the list in terms of uh, price, if you were to buy it, but probably toward the top of the list if you're talking about pure quality, right? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. And yeah, pretty much worth worth winning for sure. Yeah, loving every minute of it. Yeah. Loving every minute of it. Uh, yeah, we, we recently, uh, well, I don't know how recent it was. We reviewed this game when it came out uh, originally. And then we also did uh, uh, pretty much another review when it, released the extended cut i mean it was a monday show episode but uh we went into some pretty good detail did we yeah not? i think that might have been what's that i know we gave away before at the was it the end of the year one that we did the or is that just an i know it might have just been a regular they gave us keys to yeah, give away we yeah we gave away the i mean we've got given away a bunch of free divers those people at uh at archiact are absolutely uh awesome to us so they gave us a bunch of the original ones to give away on the 2019 show. And then when uh, they re-released the uh, extended cut, they sent us a bunch of copies early. And uh, we gave copies away uh, during a special giveaway for the launch. Mm. And uh, it's some of those keys are what we're giving away here today. Yeah, that's what I was going to oh. say. It's so sad, man. And make sure you claim your keys because, you know. It's, you're getting this key is someone else's key they didn't claim so yeah that's true these guys these games have already been won but we tried to contact those people multiple times and uh they didn't claim their games so screw them their loss they is your game them. right that's right if they watched our show for five minutes they would know they won yeah so but they didn't uh that's all right. I'd, I'd rather this person win anyway. Because yeah, they're here. Absolutely. Huh. Okay, so Freediver Triton down from Archiact. For anyone who would like to own this either on Oculus Quest or on PlayStation VR, answer me this question. Archiac, the developer of Freediver Triton Down, has brought to us a number of other VR games, both as a developer and as a publisher. Name one. Anyone. Wow. Either as a developer or as a publisher. Name any of those. And you will win a copy of Freediver Triton Down Extended Cut for the platform of your choice. Do so now. Okay, put down your pencils. Time is up. Turn over your paper and pass them forward. Yeah, and congratulations to whoever just uh, 
blurted out their answer without raising their hand, we'll still accept it. Absolutely. Even though uh, I am putting your name on the board. And if you do it again, you'll get a check mark, Buster. Yeah, you don't want that check mark. You never know what will happen in this class. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, we won't tell your mom. You know who we will tell, though? My mom! That's right. <laughs> and you don't want her to find out, buddy. Nah, it's not going to be good. Talk about Switch, man. You know, did your mom ever make you go pick out your own switch when you were a kid? Oh God, did we? Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't love and if, it? And if you brought one back that wouldn't hurt that bad, then uh, and she had to go do it herself, she would get the worst one that she could possibly find and like wear you out with it. Yeah. See, that's what I think the world needs a little bit more of these days because we turned out okay, and the kids these days suck. So. Well, maybe they don't suck. You know, you know what? If I told my kids to go get a Switch, you know what they would do? They'd go get your, your Nintendo Switch, go, right? And they'd go get the Nintendo Switch and say, let's play some Mario. Yeah, well, hopefully you wouldn't beat them with that because that's an expensive whipping with a yeah. Nintendo Switch. Unless it's a Switch Lite. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and there's people out there that are like, you guys are horrible thinking about whipping kids. Well, I'll tell you, spoil the child or... Spare the rod, you spoil the child. Uh, I believe that. You definitely uh, you know, just look around. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Roots. We are winding down quickly. One more game I just want to touch on just a little bit. Can I touch on it, Roots? Yeah, you can s stroke it if you want, but yeah, it's not Touch on it? Yeah. We'll touch all over it. Yeah. Uh, talking about Crisis Brigade 2, is it, Roots, is it Crisis Brigade or Crisis v Brigade or Crisis VR Brigade? I think it's, um, like Crisis VR Brigade, kind of like, uh, Barricade or, or, uh, or something, but I know it's going to be VR. Yeah, I always pronounce it VR Brigade, but I could be wrong as well. Yeah, because it's like, you want to call it Crisis Brigade, like with a B, Brigade, mm. Crisis Brigade? Yeah. But it's V. So maybe it's so. Brigade. I'll tell you what, man. This looks like a different game almost, right? I mean, the other game was cool, but man, this looks even better. Well, it, it follows the uh, the path that we want sequels to follow, right? It, it, when 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 we're talking about indie games, of course, not in every case, but when we're talking about these small indie games that were kind of cult classic hits from the gen one when we get a gen two sequel we want to see expansion and growth in every area we want to see better graphics better sound better game progression better levels uh roots it looks like they're doing it man in every category yeah the only category i don't see here yet and and to be fair it just got added to the first one is i don't see a second player I don't see a, a way for you and I to play together. And that makes me wonder, do you think they'll add um, co-op to it? Or do you think it'll come out as co-op? Or maybe it won't. I don't know. I don't think it'll release as co-op because I think we're going to get this sooner than everyone thinks. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do believe that it will be co-op before it's all said and done. I think basically you're going to get from a, uh, a concept perspective i think you're going to get the same kind of game that crisis brigade was it's going to be a time crisis expired inspired uh cover based shooter game situational 
Uh, but I think it's going to look and sound a lot better. I think that the uh, levels are going to be bigger and more fleshed out. And uh, I think the gameplay modes are going to be identical to the first one. Do you think it'll be as hard or a little bit easier? Because uh, I know that was one of the uh, biggest things that people complained about how hard it is um, to, to beat the first one. Because it is. It's hard. I mean, it does. <laughs> fucking hard. You know, you know who never claims about it being too hard? <laughs> My mom! Yeah, that's what I've heard, actually. But, um, yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a definitely um, a different take on that one. I didn't hear that one. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Crisis Brigade 2 does not have a release date yet, but the latest teaser trailer has been shared on Twitter by Sumalab co-founder Diego Martin. I like this Diego Martin guy. You know, I follow him on Twitter, and this guy is just right up front about it. You know, he's been trying to get Crisis Brigade published on Quest uh, unsuccessfully. He took it to side quest and gave it away to everybody, and, uh, and like 50,000 people downloaded it. And then he added, he developed uh, co-op support for it, took it back to Quest, applied again, denied yet again went back to side quest with it and added in co-op support to the side quest version so people who have a quest can get this game for free and co-op together for free even though you can't buy this on the quest store that's crazy how much money do you think oculus is missing out by doing all this weirdness you know they don't care about money bro that's why they that's why they spend so much of it yeah it's true yeah, they just want to build that social platform so they can get that juicy data. Yeah, well, who doesn't want juicy data these days? I want some juicy yeah, data. Yeah, me too, actually. Maybe it's not, this is the quote roots, quote time. Maybe it's not Half-Life Alex. wow, by the way, <laughs> but it's VR, has guns, rifles, explosions and lots of action difficult times for developing here but we hope to deliver soon enough to entertain your isolation Mm. it sounds like it's coming out soon right they've only got six weeks until you know everything hits the fan so yeah we thought that this was a friggin year off at least right i did and now all of a sudden he's starting to say shit like that either he knows something we don't about how long we're going to be in isolation or this game is getting ready to come out Roots. imminent imminent imminence yeah. is upon us yeah. uh crisis brigade 2 is a virtual reality action field first person shooter that lets players take on the role of a swat trooper duty calls again crisis brigade two take up takes up the baton of the first chapter and takes it to the next level more action more shootouts more weapons more difficulty more blood more everything wow yeah it sounds like it more everything more blood who doesn't want more blood more difficulty really. oh i don't want more difficulty it was already hard enough dude <laughs> that's not what she yeah, said that isn't what she said but i'll tell you what man this game is hard as heck man it's it, at least in the first one in some of the areas there's so many different angles that people are shooting at you 
even when you think you're safe, you're getting nailed by somebody. And uh, that's just not a good feeling unless you're looking for it, right? Well, let me, let me ask you this, though. When you finally get by that area and go into the next, how does that feel? Good, until you die in the next one. You got to start the whole thing over. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part. Well, part. that's why you bring a friend. That's why you got to bring a friend with yeah, you, Yeah, I need to bring a friend next time because I want to finish the first one, especially before the second one comes out. And it looks like I'm running out of time, Wes. There's, there's always time, bro. Yeah. You never run out of it. Yeah. We have nothing but time. Yeah, we got nothing but time, and you know that's all we actually really have is time. Well, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that is weird, and I tell people all the time that I submit that time is our only real currency we have. You know, I get paid by the hour. I don't, you know what I mean? I, I, I get paid for my time, and it's the one thing that you only have so much of, and that's why it's so valuable. Uh, that's why I value my free time. Oh. I 100% agree. And if you're some of, if you're a person like me who says I don't have time for that and I don't have time for this, it's not that you don't have time. Everyone has the same amount of time, mm. exactly the same amount of time. Everybody does. It's just that you're choosing to spend it on other things. Yeah, I, that's the difference. That's what I was telling people in the Discord the other the other day. I think it was Sion we about playing. I didn't, you, you know. You make time for, even if you don't feel it, you make time for the, the people that are important to you in your life. Um, you know, we just do. It's like we, we blow one thing off to go do something else. And uh, people say all the time, I don't have time. And then they spend five hours watching, you know, TV. And it's like, well, I guess you wanted to watch TV then. So, I don't know. Yeah. Time is, uh, it's a precious thing, Roots. It's valuable. Um me just a minute here and i'm gonna give you some statistics with regards to time let's see here back to the future the flux capacitor it's a lifetime here we go so well this is not the time that i was looking for Trying to give you some stats. These are not the droids you were looking for. <laughs> These are not. You're all right. Um, well, never mind. I was going to try to give you the total hours of content that we have put up in this last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of time. For Yeah, it, it has. I can give you the number of videos, but I can't. I give you the. Uh, I can give you the amounts of time watched, but not just the amount of time that We've all spent. the videos. Well, even if you added the the amount of the videos, you'd have to add. I don't even know how much time the time we've spent before, or after all your editing. It's just full well, of time. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing that that uh, the whatever time we've spent you know on of edited video that we have up we probably have twice that much time in actual creating the content yeah but um watch time uh almost fourteen thousand hours of watch time wow well i like uh, i actually like that statistic better than what the amount of time we've spent that means a lot. That's a lot of time that people have spent on us. 
Yeah. So I appreciate that. Almost 71,000 views. That's crazy. Um, it's pretty good for a year, yeah. right? Especially since. And here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this goes back to what we were saying earlier about building a community rather than trying to build a channel. I know that the vast majority of those views didn't come uh, because somebody liked our thumbnail or the title click somebody in real quick and then they clicked out uh, i know that people are watching our channel because they are genuinely interested in getting a, a unique view on the topic of the day in vr and uh, that is our goal you know anybody can I mean, we know how to push your people's buttons. If I wanted to do two solid weeks of Half-Life Alex stuff, I could do that. And people, you know, I could shorten the videos down to less than 10 minutes and get way more views, probably get a whole lot more subscribers. But you know what? None of those subscribers are going to leave comments. And the ones that do certainly aren't going to join the Discord. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And we would probably be partners. We would definitely be... Uh, you know, making a little bit of ad revenue, but that's not what it's about. It's about creating a community to be uh, that we can engage with and that will engage uh, back. And uh, that was really the the thing I was trying to get across earlier, but didn't do a very good job of it. Huh? Well, got it across to me. Good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of people strive to keep their uh, videos less than 10 minutes because uh you know people rarely stay engaged for longer than that you know over our what did i say uh uh almost 14,000 hours of watch time 71,000 views uh 11 minutes 25 seconds average view duration so our average view duration from the lifetime of our channel is longer than 10 minutes. It's, it's, uh, it's well over 11 minutes. So that's, uh, that just goes to show people are, I mean, for everyone that clicks in and clicks out or for every 10 that click in and click out, there's one that, you know, stays and watches for a fucking hour because that's the type of content we have. Yeah. Yeah. And we're here to inform people and, uh, help the devs out to help people. We want, we want to show people the good games and, uh, and direct them to it and help the developers get their name out and word out about their game. And at the same time, provide you guys good content and let you know what's out there. So check this out, dude. Here's our geography list. United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, Australia, France, Spain, the Netherlands, Sweden, Poland, Finland, Denmark, Norway, Belgium, Italy, Austria, Russia, Switzerland, Japan, New Zealand, Brazil, Hungary, Ireland, Israel, Saudi Arabia, and Thailand roots. Wow. You know, it's funny as most is, of those places, I, I, uh, if I watched a show in any of those countries, I couldn't do it. And it just shows you that these other countries are speak English as well as their own native language, which is awesome. I wish we did that. Most, yeah. you know, more of us anyway. Yeah, that would be cool. 
anyway it's crazy uh, it's truly amazing uh, the, just to think that we've had that kind of a global reach i mean what was that that's like 20 some odd countries there that have watched our channel over the last year yeah in just a year so that's good nuts so uh again big thank you to everyone out there who has helped make this a possibility if, if you guys didn't engage with us if you guys didn't watch the videos then we wouldn't be able to do this we wouldn't you allow us to do what we love to do and uh we thank you so much for it yep absolutely anyway uh we promised the hardcores the guys that have been with us down from day one uh a special ending to our show today and before we do that just one more thing we're going to give away one more key right mm -hmm. we got one more left uh this one is an oldie but a goodie roots uh, we were just talking about crisis brigade how it needed to have multiplayer well you know what absolutely does have multiplayer smashbox arena which is kind of a a shooter game at the same time that it's kind of a dodgeball game it's a it's a multiplayer good time dude and uh arena based shooter and uh Steam VR here. It's not the uh, PlayStation version. This is the Steam VR version, but uh, cool nonetheless. Um, duck, dive, so dodge, and duck, or is it duck? Dive. You can do all dodge. that in any order you want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you can dodge anyway. a wrench. Yeah, if you can dodge a right, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, right? Yeah. You can earn badges. Yeah. Who can doesn't want to earn badges? <laughs> anyway uh whose turn is it roots free diver we gave that one away in the chat mm -hmm. didn't we yeah i think it's comments all right so if you would like to win a copy of smashbox arena let us know in the comments down below you will get a number next to your name and we will draw a number within a few days and let you know if you won and if you don't want to wait a few days if you don't want to leave a comment if you need instant gratification then tune into the monday shoot 32 tomorrow with special guest anthony from vr 365 and while we are doing the live premiere for that in the chat we will give away another copy of smashbox arena mm, crazy that's a pretty damn good deal, right? All this free shit for just showing up, right? Yeah, and tomorrow, you know, you get a shot at, you know, all the games, or at least most of them. Um, what you're going to... Loss, gonna... super hot. Yeah, budget know, cuts. Budget uh, cuts. Gorn. Yeah, Gorn and... Uh, Freediver. Space Pirate. Space Pirate Trainer. Yep. I mean, shit, man. For free? Yeah. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's going to wrap up our news segment for the week. But before we go, I thought since it's our birthday, we'd throw it back uh, to the old school roots, throw it back to the days when we used to end every show by uh, just picking a game or two and talking about it. You know, people used to love it when we did that, right? Hell yeah, dude. I used to love it. What the hell? Why did we get away from that? That was good. I, don't know. I miss it. I don't know. Some uh, some guy suggested that maybe we should go in a different direction. But that, that's another story for another day. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to have fun here. But it feels a little weird to 
do just the two of us, right? Yeah, it feels really weird, actually. Like, just not normal. So why don't we do something about that? All right. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good idea. Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Justin. Why'd you guys you kick sit- me off the show? Yeah, just get the fuck out of here. Well, <laughs> you know, you, you shouldn't have done that thing you did, you know? Yeah, nobody talks about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get started, I have to commend you. Uh, way to go, sitting there through all of that news so quietly. Uh, I'm proud of you, buddy. That was awesome. It was an awesome show. I was so entertained. It was amazing. Yeah, you know what I'm surprised is <laughs> yeah. Alex is so quiet up there, but he's looks like he's busy doing a little <laughs> yoga. Um, he's all quarantined out and ready to go. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah. For the record, Alex was invited as well. We're not excluding him, but uh, prior engagements, he had to uh, go do yoga in a yeah. hazmat suit. Well, who isn't so. doing yoga in a hazmat suit these days? You know? Yeah. So. When the yeah, gym all closed, right? it's like yoga is all you can do. You can't. Nobody can go to the gym anymore. You can still do yoga. I don't know what you do. Like at home, people oh, are doing yeah. yoga and like doing online yoga and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I got a buddy I work with that goes to the gym a lot, and uh, you know, since the gyms are closed now, uh, the way he actually dealt with it is the way we suggested. He went and got an Oculus Quest, got a copy of Creed, got some Pistol Whip. So that's how he's staying in shape now is actually by playing VR. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, how fun. Yeah, he's getting in. And yeah. it, you said it's a quest, though. He doesn't have a PC uh, computer um, to play it or no? Oh, he's got PSVR. And, you know, I, I got him hooked on that gateway drug about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's been talking about getting a quest since it came out in April. But this was the uh, the thing that pushed him over the line. And he was lucky to get one. I mean, he literally just walked into walmart and there happened to be one left on the shelf and uh he got it he got the last one it's crazy the last quest in existence (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway uh let's talk some games uh what kind of host would i be if i uh didn't allow my guests to go first so uh justin what game or games would you like to talk about today i decided i wanted to talk about serious sam we're going to talk about Serious Sam 1, 2, and 3. Um, so, you know, I, I played all the way through Half-Life Alex, and one thing I have to say about it is that, like, I don't know, it's not quite intense enough. Um, this Serious Sam looks like this is actually, like, the original Serious Sam, not the VR Serious Sam. Oh, does it really? Like this, yeah, this might be the original, like, from 2001. Hmm. That's not it's not oh. a good clip then, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the Serious Sam, the original, uh, the Serious Sam VR was from 2017. Like they they used the two seven, 2017 VR engine. So like yeah, they improved the graphics. That's one thing I want people to know. Is that is this Serious Sam three this or is, Serious Sam two? This is three. Okay, this is three. This is Serious Sam three BFE VR. Um, this is the one with the best graphics, but it's not the one I would say with the best gameplay. Serious Sam 1 and 2 VR have the most intense, insane gameplay. I thought Serious Sam 3 was like just too easy, and they actually tried to add a story to it, which, you know, in a Serious Sam game, I don't know if you really need a story, because it's just blowing shit up all over the place. There's just in- enemies flying at you from all over, uh, from every angle. These guys run at you going, ah, and explode in your face. And um, so 
one and two are the ones I recommend the most because there are times in this game in one and two where you have a hundred, probably hundreds of enemies coming at you all at once. And it's just it's still to this day, those games came out in 2017 and they're still to this day the most intense, most insane experiences I've had in VR for sure. Like Resident Evil 7 is up there, but it's a different type of it's that's like an intense scary type of thing. These are the most intense, frenetic, action-oriented type of games there are. Um, one and two, three is two, but it's just not quite at the same level. And um, yeah, yeah. When when I think about these games, you know, I've only played the first one, but what you're saying is absolutely what I remember from. It's been a while, but when I picture this game in my mind. I picture mountains with just legions of enemies running at me at all times. And you're right. It's pretty much nonstop action with this stuff. And it's 11 or 12 hours. Each game is 11 or 12 hours of gameplay. So it's an amazing deal. You're going to get so much gameplay. Uh, like the, you know, uh, Crow Team has these deals where you can buy all of them for sometimes, I don't know, it's like five bucks or some crazy shit like that. Like, I don't know. Five bucks each, maybe. Yeah, I think it's like five ninety nine oh, each yeah. or something. Um, they might have, like they have a package for all of them, but uh, yeah, it's like the best deal that um, I've done. Now, my thing for this is, uh, it's funny you say that, Justin, about the the story because um, I've only played number three, and I assumed they all had a story. And uh, as you're saying, they didn't. Um, it makes me wonder if I if what it would be like a little bit different of just action. Um, not that the story was that elaborate and to be honest, a lot mm -hmm. of times the cutscenes were weird the way that you were standing, um, just cause it wasn't made yeah. for VR originally. Right. I don't think it was. Um, but I agree. This is one yeah. of the fastest paced games I've played in, uh, in VR probably. And it goes to exactly what Wes was saying about half-life Alex is amazing as that game is. Um, they really did nerf it for, uh, for the newbies, you know, um, in a lot of ways, not that it's a bad game or the nerf was not a good nerf in a sense, but, um, you know, everything that I've been reading in the discord over the last day or two is people saying, man, I really hope somebody puts some mods and really makes it fucking hard as hell. And, um, and that's what I want as well. Uh, so it's just crazy. And people want sprint and jump. Well, you're going to sprint like a motherfucker in this game, and you're going to jump all over the place. You're going to be able to do everything you wanted to do in Half-Life Alex, but you can't. Yeah, didn't you say Al um, Anthony got a little bit um motion sickness from that? This it is real. The, the speed yeah. is so fast-paced that if you are susceptible to locomotion at all um, and maybe got away with it in some games, you will not get away with it in this one, I don't think. But you, you can use teleport in this game. They have a teleport option. If you know, if you can't handle okay. it, well, that's news to me. You know, something else that was news to me, if unless I'm mistaken, if I remember correctly, you can co op in this, is that right? Yeah, there's co op and there's 16 player multiplayer. Oh my god, are you kidding wow. me? <laughs> I haven't tried either of those, uh, that'd be fun, but yeah, I haven't tried that. Before. Yeah, I want to do some co op, I'd love to because this game, I mean, as as you're saying, number three is the easiest. Um, it was fucking mm -hmm. hard for me, dude. I mean, I made it really far, but there gets to points where so much shit's coming at you. And, and I, and I laugh oh. when I think about those bomber guys, because the first time I heard them running at me, cause I had no idea what serious sand was at all. And I hear this noise and I'm like, what the fuck? And then it, it just, it's just to me was so comical. And, uh, I don't know. I, I really enjoy this game. 
You're going to die uh, so many times playing this game. Yeah, what were you going to say, yeah. Les? Now, now, I was going to ask you, how does it stack up to some of the other, um, the the modded flat games from this genre, like the Dooms, the the, the Wolfensteins, uh, all of those games that kind of got modded into VR? I know some of those are really good. Uh, how did these stack up to those? I think these are better. I think Serious Sam is better than Doom 3, BFG, and better than Wolfenstein 3D VR. But that one only has like one episode, the the Wolfenstein 3D VR. But then there's you can play the original Doom in VR, and I mean the original Doom's awesome. But I think I enjoyed these more more than any other FPS game in VR. These are it. Wow. Well, me. this has so many different types of weapons too, right? Rocket launchers, all yeah. grenade things, and and it's really is controlling you in a sense as far as just the types of ammo you get, and um, and uh, it can be very um very strategic of like what type of enemies uh you know die to certain types of weapons better so yeah yeah lots of different yeah. weapons and so and like i said one and two were upgraded to the 2017 graphics engine which you know makes it look don't see a lot of people i think think of it as because the original came out in 2001 and they think of it as probably just being that original old ass looking game but it looks way better than that but then part three has even better graphics which match uh, Serious Sam, The Last Hope, the wave shooter game, which is also really good. It matches that level of graphics. So that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the whole thing I loved about it, what was really probably my favorite thing about it was uh, just the nostalgia trip that you get from playing this style of game in VR. Because it, you know, even though you're in VR, it still kind of plays like those old games play where you're quickly gliding over the, the, uh, the surface and, you know, running through the upgrades and, and ammo and things, uh, plays just like it, you remember them playing, only it's in VR, which, which, as you mentioned, it can make it a little weird for newbies. Uh, you know, you got to have a little bit of a stomach for it, but uh, still, it was it was a load of fun nonetheless. One other thing, you can dual wield the whole time. So you can have a grenade launcher here, you can have a rocket launcher here, shotgun here, whatever. You can have any type of gun in each hand. And they're like a lot of times they're massive, like like a rocket launcher is like as big as you and you're just wielding this giant fucking rocket launcher or, you know, minigun. And it just feels awesome. You feel so powerful and badass. It looks so cool. And you're just like, hey, look at that right there. Look how big that gun is. <laughs> yeah. And you can have two of those, one in each hand. And it looks even bigger in person in VR. Yeah. No, I think this is probably hands down the best. Whenever there's a sale, if you don't own these games, especially for new people coming in, because uh, you know I think it's like twenty bucks or it's some. It's you get all of them, the whole all four of those ones you described, and they're um, they're just amazing. And each one of them is what you said, eleven hours long. So uh, just for the the bang for your buck, and then the the action pack. Uh, um, it's one this one of the things I forget too um, when we talk about co op, what games to play with people. Uh, I always forget about this one for some reason. So, yeah, and, and it is a great deal. You'll see it anytime Steam has one of those big sales that they have generally one per season. Uh, it's called the Crow Team Bundle, and it's got all four of the Serious Sam games in it, as well as uh, what's the name of that puzzle game they bundle with it? Talos mm. Principle. Yeah, Talos Principle, and it's, you get all that for like twenty bucks, and mm. uh, that, that's why awesome. I bought it. It was just such a great deal. I couldn't, uh, couldn't, I couldn't not buy it. You know, yeah. I love every Crow Team game. 
Yeah, they're all awesome. Yeah. yeah, so far, everyone I've played has been good. So, um, although I've only played, I need to get into, I've got all the, the whole, everything I just said. I, I've never tried The Last Hope or one or two. And, you know, I was blown away when we first sat down um, and started getting ready to do the show. And you told me three was the worst. And I was like, what? Everybody told me that was the best one. Like, hands down, every single person is like, you need to play three. And um, and I value your opinion um, so much so that they're all lying to me, Justin. <laughs> those bastards. They are. So, they are. I doubt they beat all three, all those people. Well, you're probably right, especially if they're recommending the easiest one. They probably only played that one. And most people are graphic snobs, too, these days. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, graphics are everything. And I, I think that, you know, we all kind of came to that realization when we first got into VR, but people are starting to get away from it. They're starting to forget that it isn't just about the graphics anymore. I mean, it's it's all about being there. It's about the experience, and it's about the gameplay. Yeah, I think we needed several years of uh, tech demos to remind us that what a real game yeah. is, and then you have a AAA come in, and it's like, oh, fuck, man, or several AAAs at this point, I would say. So. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love nice graphics, and man, Half Life Alex is just such a beautiful game. Uh, but you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to playing uh, other games as well that aren't so great. Like ha- like Hyper Wheel Overdrive, for example, a game we've talked about a couple of times recently on the show. Uh, that thing looks like a blast. It looks fast paced and chaotic, kind of like yeah. this. Yeah, I can't wait to try that one out for sure. Anyway, and, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Serious Sam 4 is coming out this year, mm. but they haven't confirmed yet whether it has VR support. Probably not. Oh, wow. Because really? I heard Crow Team wasn't making enough money from VR, unfortunately. <laughs> but maybe that'll change. Maybe when after Alex has come out, maybe they'll say, hey, let's, let's, let's give it VR support. I don't well, know. Well, you know, it's different if you put out a brand new game and the VR than a game yeah. that's old and, you know, remade. Yeah. Um, it may do better yeah. as well. So... Well, that's the thing. When you sell your entire VR catalog for $20, after you do that one time, you can forget about anybody ever paying full price for your games ever again because everybody knows now, right? These games are going to go on sale. I'm going to get them for almost free. So, I mean, they kind of did that to themselves. I'm glad I got a good deal on it. So, (laughs) I would pay full price. I would pay full price for, for, for four. Even though I, you know, I don't know how good it's going to be, but yeah, I, based on how much I like these games, how much fun I had, yeah, I'll pay. Let me ask price. you this: Do you think there'll be a story to it, or or do you think they learned their lesson, or was the story successful? Yeah, there's gonna. I think there'll be a story because I kind of feel like at this point they kind of have to. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like how everything is going. I don't know unless they go totally retro. Yeah, it was weird. The story in three was kind of weird, but it was it, I it was enjoyable from what I remember. So. I don't even remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Memorable for not being memorable. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh, Roots, what game did you choose to talk about? So we were trying to um, decide games and I was looking at the list and I was like, man, I wanted to pick a game that obviously I've not talked about on the show. Um, And then a a game that Justin might actually be interested in and things like, I know that this game he's... um, he has it, and I I know I think he likes it, but I don't know uh, too much of his thoughts on it. But uh, it's a FX2 uh, pinball machine, and the reason why I, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is because 
when I actually tried it for the first time, because I'm not a big pinball person. I mean, I played it growing up. Um, I was blown away. And I was blown away by not only how cool the atmospheres and, and the games were, but just how realistic it felt. And I really did feel, I felt like for the first time in a, lo- in a lot of ways, I could make the argument, and I'm sure Justin would probably say, fuck you, um, <laughs> pinball, like these games are almost better than real ones. Like, because they do things you can't do in real life. You can't have like the DeLorean driving around the room and doing all this weird shit. Right. And, uh, each one of them is unique and you're, this one's Mars. You got this cool, unique, um, environment. Um, so I don't know. I, I really was blown away by it. And, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Justin? Is it, is it as good as a real pinball machine or does it not equal up or, uh, what are your thoughts on it? The physics are different. It's, you know, it's, I don't know, kind of floaty. Um, but I, I think it's really fun. Um, I bought all of the DLC for this game and, you know, played played a lot of it. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. I prefer real pinball, but, I mean, who the hell has room for all you that? Do. You know, and, like, <laughs> I, I only had, I have two machines, and to be honest with you, they're what I play the least of everything. Like, I play my arcade games and, like, VR more than, you know, and the most, and then pinball... Pinball is kind of like only when people come over because you kind of, it's just like one game and you kind of just get, I don't know, eventually I get tired of it. The same old game. Um, are you, are so, you good at it? Cause like some people are like phenomenal. Like they'll just sit there for hours and play and, and rake, I get crazy scores, right? I have the top scores on my machines, but that doesn't mean much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not great or anything. There are dudes that can just, prevent the ball. They can just knock the ball out of the out lane and just like it so that it never drains. And I'm, I'm not like that. No. Okay. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest, um, immersion breakers for me, whenever I play a game, not just like this, but doing a lot of different things in VR is interacting with objects in the game that aren't really there in real life and not feeling the resistance of them actually being there. So if you ever, when you were playing like the, the pinball, fx2 vr have you ever gone over to one of your pinball tables and just kind of leaned into it a little bit to get that extra little bit of immersion no you mean so like while i'm playing in this actual game yeah oh well i have to i'd have to move my pc like i mean to so like over here my vr stuff is on the opposite and like behind behind the tv i'm looking at right now so um yeah i'd have to move everything around but I thought about that. I did think about doing that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because because that seems to me like when I play pinball in real life, I'm always leaning on the machine, right? Putting my mm-hmm. weight on it. So I feel like that would be probably the one biggest disconnect about playing it in VR was that I, I wouldn't be able to do that or I'd fall on my yeah, face. Yeah, but you know, yeah. a lot of that though is like, can you say that that is the most comfortable way to play a game leaning over it? I think being able to sit back in my chair and have my flippers in my hands and not, and be comfortable is fucking amazing. You know what I mean? And I'm right there. And I don't know. I, I like the fact that I'm not leaning up against it, you know, or that it's different. Cause I always found that pinball machines were kind of awkward or kind of uncomfortable after a while, but that was just my take on it. But Wes, have you ever tried this game yet? Uh, this is one in the backlog, uh, actually, because there are, there are tables on here. I mean, I, I was 
I was kind of into pinball when I was younger, but it wasn't ever like my favorite thing. Uh, but there are tables in this that I, I really want to check out. I want to check out the Back to the Future one. I want to check out the Walking Dead one. Uh, even though that the Walking Dead one isn't that based on the uh, the Telltale series yeah, video games, but it's cool because Clem is like walking around and like I don't know, man. I they're kicking the soccer ball back and forth um, at different points, and that's what's also cool is there's actually shit going on in the actual game. Like um, characters will come out and stuff, and you can see wa zombies walking up and down and roaming the streets, and it's just really cool. And uh, you know, one of the things I kick myself for, main fan, every single day that I. I, I, I'm constantly checking the Steam. I didn't buy all the DLC. It was on sale. Everything was half price. I could have got the the actual DLC for twelve ninety five, and now that it's twenty four bucks, I'm like, there is no fucking way. Um, so I'm constantly waiting, and I and the more I look at those tables, I think they look so cool. Um, uh, but my main focus was like Wes. I had to have Back to the Future. I had to have Walking Dead. I had to have um E. T. Jaws. All of those are amazing. Um. The only thing that I, my gripe with this game is, and I don't understand what's going on is like, why are we limited? Why have they not brought more tables? Like FX three, I'm sure. I don't know if I was going to ask you if you've played that one, Justin, there is so many awesome, amazing tables and people play it in Vorpex. And like, I don't know why those haven't, that game isn't been released or some of those tables. Yeah. FX three has actual see. FX2 here only has like original tables made by the developers, you know, of the game. Whereas FX3, they have actually licensed like Williams, you know, actual machines. Wow. I really want to play those in VR. Um, like, wow. you know, like these machines back here, you can play those in VR. Wow. And shit, if I could do that, I would, I wouldn't even need these machines. I, I would just buy a bunch of machines in VR and just do that. And, um, yeah, uh, so I've posted on their Steam, you know, their Steam, you know, community section, you know, demanding VR a bunch of times, like a bunch of other people have too, and I'm just hoping they will. But there, there are like, there are programs out there like Virtual Pinball, where you can play all those tables in VR, but it's like it's kind of a big hassle to get it all working. Mm -hmm. um, like even for me, like it was kind of like too much trouble. But I have seen people like on YouTube where they're playing, you know, name the table and they're playing it in VR with like, you know, six degrees of freedom tracking. Wow. Isn't that because I thought that was the thing is like a lot of people do Vorpex and it's only three, three to off, right? But I guess if they can get to yeah, six off for sure, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it doesn't require Vorpex. Because that's the thing is like, that's one of the coolest things again, kind of like with uh, that other game we were just talking about um, down the rabbit hole. Like the scale of like getting up close to the table and looking at all that shit up close is so cool. Um, and I yeah. and I was telling that to Driven by back in uh, on the Discord a while back as he was saying he was had played it on Vorpex and I I couldn't do it. I like I want to lean in. As soon as I can't lean in, I'm out um, because it just that's yeah. what part of what's so cool about these tables. And about what Wes was saying earlier about wanting to have an actual you know pinball machine to grab uh jeremy williams untested built his own you know actual <laughs> controller that had flippers and he could move it and it would actually tilt the machine the way he's moving it because he the mechanism he put inside of it um That's awesome. so yeah and a plunger and everything wow. and he got it to work with uh probably with fx2 and i'm not sure what else maybe it's some of that you know virtual pinball stuff yeah that's cool
Yeah. How are the uh, how are the haptics? Does do the the controllers really go off in your hands while you're playing this thing? I can't even remember. I can't either, to be honest. I um and I just played it not too long ago, but uh, sure it's. I'm sure it does. I mean, it makes sense, right? But it's just so cool, man. I I oh, think the 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 Back to the Future one will blow you away, Wes, just because you're as big of a fan of that series as I am, and I just thought it was super cool to watch the DeLorean spinning around the room, and um, you know. So I'm going to have to push this to the top of the, uh, the backlog report list. Uh, I just put abduction up there because we've been talking about these puzzle games so much lately. This uh, is, I'm kind of wanting to get, jump into this that. This is on sale though, Wes, as far as the actual game. Um, it's like five bucks or something right now. Uh, cause I just looked at it to see if the, um, the DLC was on sale. Uh, cause I saw the game was, but the DLC was not. So, Oh, Okay. Well, that's cool. You know, I hope they bring uh, three over because what, you know, Justin's saying there about having the, all of the old tables archived, uh, you know, captured in pristine, perfect condition for all time. That just, that sounds like a nostalgia trip, uh, you know, that uh, would be just unbelievable. Let me. Yeah, so what happened was Pinball Arcade, they lost the license. If you've ever played Pinball Arcade, they had the license for all of those old tables, and uh, then Zen Pinball bought that license, and then that's that's what happened. Mm. Uh, I see. Well, it's good. It's good if they can bring it all into right. VR. Now, let me ask you this, Justin: If they do bring this into VR, will you probably be getting rid of those two tables back there, and then maybe putting something else there? Yeah, if it if they're really good, if if you know the physics are good, and I like it, yeah, yeah. I mean, but. Okay, so these are good for when people come over. It's kind of like a you know a fun thing for like a little party type of thing. But it's not like we're having any of that shit anytime no, soon. No, and if you are, you better so, keep it on the down, down low, or somebody's gonna be yeah. calling the police. <laughs> yeah, ten yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. No more. Our governor, our governor mandated stay at home. I think uh, today. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what. As much as our governor did that, um, I think it was last Monday. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say that the roads aren't better as far as traffic wise, cause I still got to work and, um, but it sure seems like everybody's still just driving around doing their thing, Same you know? Way. And I mean, to, to be honest, as long as the, everything's not falling apart, I, I'd like to keep some semblance of normalcy, but, uh, um, you know, obviously being safe at the same time. So. Yeah. That gave us a paper at work, uh, just in case the, uh, Gestapo pulls me over and asks me where I'm going. It says, "Hey, I'm going to work. We're an essential business. We have government contracts. Leave me the fuck yeah. alone." See, I haven't got that <laughs> slip yet. I'm, I'm, that's show me your papers. You know, I'm like, oh, hey, right, exactly. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, for my game, I'm actually choosing a game that I spoke about before when we did this segment only before when we did it neither of you had played it much you played a little bit but not much but now both of you have played completely through here they lie and i i think that now you kind of understand when i talk about this game not only being super creepy but being one of the most unique experiences that i've had in a video game i think you both kind of understand uh, what i'm talking about now uh Justin, you just finished this the other day, right? What did you think about it? I was, 
I was very surprised because, you know, I already thought it was pretty weird. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was pretty weird the first hour or two. And then I got further into it and I was just like, am I on drugs? What, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I had been drinking that night, but I didn't think I had had that much. It was, it was, I don't know, maybe the weirdest VR game I've played. Like surreal weird. Like shit going on around you. I'm like, is this really happening? And like, you know, the path you're walking on is all contorting in all sorts of different ways. And I could it was like, I was like, this is going to make so many people sick. Uh, I, you know, and I don't know. I won't say what the ending is, but I, I, I was, I don't know. Maybe you'd have to explain it to me sometime. Yeah. It's I, I symbolism know. about the, it's symbolism about the, uh, the, the nature of man and his destructive okay. tendencies and redemption and whether or not we re- we deserve it or at least that's how i interpreted it and but like any uh piece of art it, it kind of is open to interpretation but what you're saying is true a lot of people actually complain about uh motion sickness in this game um and i kind of felt it a little bit this is one of the first vr games i ever played was this and uh i, I kind of got a little queasy with it at, at times as well but it's just, it was so compelling to me uh, that I, I played through it anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Roots, what, what was your, what did you think about this game? You know, it's pretty difficult. You know, walking simulator is pretty something pretty hard to pull off, right? But I feel like they did. Yeah, it. Yeah, anything that's gonna like you, Justin was saying, that's just so bizarre that just draws my eye. And my moment was like the, and I've said it before, where you know the the person's getting the shit beat out of them and someone runs over and pulls them off and it's like what the fuck are you doing and the person leaves and you're like oh good okay he saved him and then that person starts beating the shit out of that person and i'm like what is going on like it was it was so crazy it to me it's like I, it's how i would imagine like if society just completely melted down 100 percent, everybody just went wild crazy it's definitely uh it's it's one of the um weirdest things and one of the things that bothered me is i i never get to catch this chick man she's always just out of reach um you know it's just she's fun to look at it's just not fair man (laughs) maybe they did that on purpose (laughs) to keep me from groping her but uh um, i promise i'll be good (laughs) did did either of you ever stop and just stare at any of these pictures for very long Uh, because they like they they morph like literally if you stop and just look at the pictures they start morphing in front of your eyes and changing to other things. And it really is surreal, kind of like you're on drugs or something, because it just it's very subtle, the, the changes. Mm. But if, if you watch it for a while, it, it kind of changes into something else. Yeah. Yeah, this is such a good game, though. So bizarre, so weird, um, and definitely very... Uh, I mean, the graphics are really good. I mean, it's a... Um, this is a PlayStation Pro here. It's. I mean, I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, it, it's Once a shame the- that... I'm sorry, go ahead. Once I saw the red light district, that's where I was hooked. I was like, all right, I got to keep going. Because that was just, that's where it started getting really crazy. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. When, you, when you go down into the basement of that um, private club, yeah. I mean, that, that, was, that was wild, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that uh, was awesome. I don't want to give away too much of it. Uh, I don't want to get banned off of YouTube either for talking too graphically about it. But uh this is a, a must own in my opinion. If, if you've got the stomach for, for stuff like this, this is a, a horror title at its roots. And uh, it, it's not only creepy, but it's vulgar. 
there's drug use, but again, I mean, even like the sexual stuff and the drugs, it's all implied. There isn't anything that's like, you know, blatantly graphic. It's all implied, which is one of the funny things I thought, because I could just see them developing this game for like PC. And then when they get the, the, the contract with Sony, seeing them kind of just slightly tweak everything so that it doesn't really show anything, but at the same time, you know, what's going on. And we all as adults know what's going on. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. I think. Oh. <laughs> um, let, let me ask you this. Um, you know, you know, it's a shame that the, you know, the team that made this game, they're, they're technically not together anymore. I mean, the company still exists, but the guys that worked on this game are off doing other things now. Um, have either of you played a game called Spec Ops The Line? I've heard of it. Um, is that the one that has, like, nice sand physics? I, I don't know a lot about it. What I do know about it is the guy that created this game and the concept of this game uh, is actually more well-known for that game. That game was a game he was the lead uh, designer on. And it's a war game, but apparently it's like super gory and graphic uh, war game. And uh, even though it's flat, I was thinking about maybe looking into seeing if there's Vorpex support or some way that I could play it in VR. Yeah, sounds interesting. Just but just based on the you know how much I love this game, so you know if I can't have another one of these, I'd like to at least see what else the guy's doing. You know, you can play it flat. Yeah, I've heard people mention that game even even recently. Hmm. Sorry, Ruth. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's got like a, a cult following, if, uh, from what I understand. Uh, a lot of people really, really enjoyed it. Hopefully, uh, this game will develop a cult following, and maybe Sony will get the band back together one day. But I understand it's probably just wishful thinking on my part. Yeah, maybe someone else will join the team, or they'll, they'll, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes you can have one of the people and somebody else join, or you can somehow get a better version. Um, just, you know, tweaking it. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, that, that works in a lot of situations, but when going through something like this, I think it takes a very special kind of fucked in the head to come up with shit like this. And, uh, I don't think they'd just be able to pull anybody off of the, uh, out of the classifieds and, and have them come in and do yeah. this. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be somebody worse, somebody that's got even more twisted. And you'll be thinking, man, this is tame. Yeah. Yeah, hit. I, I can tell them what to do if they yeah, can hit, do it. Hit Weasel <laughs> up. Evil Weasel, and he'll tell you what to do. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I think that's going to wrap up the uh, the games segment. The first game segment in probably six months or better. Yeah. Uh, but I had fun. What about you yeah, guys? Absolutely. It's always good. Hell Good yeah. to see uh, Justin sitting there. I love to see your, all your games there. Feel jealous. Uh, and you guys, who, if you want to keep up with Justin and what he's doing, I'm sure you all already know uh, the links in the description down there. Check out his channel, Main Fan. Uh, he plays mostly arcade uh, games on there. He takes requests, but every now and then you put some uh, VR stuff on there as well, right? Yeah, like Half Life Alex. I did a live stream and. In two days on that, um, yeah. So, and I'm still working on a highlight video of that, but that's like just too much footage to go yeah, through. Yeah, that's the only drawback yeah, of doing a live stream that long is like it's easy to get it out there, but then if you want to cut it up, yeah. it's a pain in the ass. 
How was that though? You said that was your first time doing a live stream, right? It went pretty good. First time doing a live stream. Yeah. The only issue was I didn't realize, I don't know when you record gameplay, do you guys do your audio in two separate streams, like checkbox one, checkbox two, and then later you can adjust the audio independently. The well, volume. that's what we were just doing with, um, with your guys' yeah. sources and stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I found when I live streamed, I had to put all the audio into one or else the other people couldn't hear like, you know, one of the things like they couldn't hear the game audio. And I learned that during the live stream. Yeah. It's kind of a nightmare just, live streaming. There's so many things that can go wrong. Right. Yeah. But th that it's was so the only daunting. issue. Yeah. 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 It's so daunting. We've been talking about taking the Monday show live because I'm off work on Mondays now and people like it. People like to be able to chat with you while you're doing the show. Uh, but man, just the, uh, the thought of all the shit that can and undoubtedly will go wrong when we try to do that. Uh, it's frightening. Yeah. It's going to happen sometime soon. I, I was surprised that the stream actually worked. Like my first stream was like, you know, over nine hours and it, I thought for sure it would end up, you know, just something would go wrong, but no, the, it just kept going. So that's cool. At least there's yeah, that. That's cool. Well, that's good. That was a good experience. Cause, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I like streaming sometimes, so I need to get into that as well. Yeah, I've, I've yet to do live. Uh, watch, I'll probably freeze up when it happens. You know, i got a big mouth in front of this camera when I know nobody's watching, but uh, mm. we get on there live, and I'll probably freeze up like a deer in headlights or something. <laughs> well, it's funny. Even sometimes I've just taken the host role back in the day. I remember fr I froze up and... You know, it's like you, even though it's the same shit you've been doing every week, it's just being in that spot. So you're, you're nailing your spot as the host of this. I think you'll, you'll nail that too. So. Yeah, thanks for the, uh, the vote of confidence. Anyway, friends, uh, that's going to wrap up the episode for today. If you're new to the channel and you haven't already, please subscribe and click the notification bell to stay up well with all of our content here on the virtual strangers channel. And if you would like to join the conversation, just look down into the uh, description below and you will see an invitation to our discord. Uh, Roots is there. Justin's there. We're all there. Uh, even if uh, we, we may be talking about some off the wall shit sometimes, we're all there. Uh, so check that out as well. Uh, Justin, appreciate you making the time for us, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's yeah, fun. And Alex, we appreciate your yeah. yoga. You've been doing a good pose there the whole time. Well, now I will say, you know, we're assuming that's Alex in there. I don't know for sure, but I think it is. But. Well, well I, I can see the resemblance. Yeah, it looks I'll like just his say hands. that. <laughs> anyway, with that said, friends, we'd like to thank you once again for watching. And for Roots and Justin, I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Take Bye -bye. it easy.